0: Listen to God's Word for November 22nd. Today's reading includes Acts 14 and James 1-4. through May God bless this reading of His Word. Acts 14 At Iconium, Paul and Barnabas went as usual into the Jewish synagogue, where they spoke so well that a great number of Jews and Greeks believed. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brothers. So Paul and Barnabas spent considerable time there, speaking boldly for the Lord, who affirmed the message of His grace by enabling them to perform signs and wonders. The people of the city were divided. Some sided with the Jews and others with the apostles. But when the Gentiles and Jews together with their rulers, set out to mistreat and stone them, they found out about it and fled to the Lycaonian cities of Lystra and Derbe, and to the surrounding region, where they continued to preach the gospel. In Lystra there sat a man crippled in his feet, who was lame from birth and had never walked. This man was listening to the words of Paul, who looked intently at him and saw that he had faith to be healed in a loud voice paul called out stand up on your feet and the man jumped up and began to walk when the crowd saw what paul had done they lifted up their voices in the lycaonian language the gods have come down to us in human form barnabas they called zeus and paul they called hermes because he was the chief speaker the priest of zeus whose temple was just outside the city brought bowls and wreaths to the city gates hoping to offer a sacrifice along with the crowds but when the apostles barnabas and paul found out about this they tore their clothes and rushed into the crowd shouting men why are you doing this we too are only men human like you we are bringing you good news that you should turn from these worthless things to the living God, who made heaven and earth and sea and everything in them. In past generations He let all nations go their own way. Yet He has not left Himself without testimony to His goodness. He gives you rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling your hearts with food and gladness. Even with these words... Paul and Barnabas could hardly stop the crowds from sacrificing to them. Then some Jews arrived from Antioch and Iconium and won over the crowds. They stoned Paul and dragged him outside the city, presuming he was dead. But after the disciples had gathered around him, he got up and went back into the city. And the next day he left with Barnabas for Derbe. They preached the gospel to that city and made many disciples. Then they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples and encouraging them to continue in the faith. We must endure many hardships to enter the kingdom of God, they said. Paul and Barnabas appointed elders for them in each church, praying and fasting as they entrusted them to the Lord, in whom they had believed. After passing through Pisidia, they came to Pamphylia, and when they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Ataliah. From Ataliah they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work they had just completed. When they arrived, they gathered the church together and reported all that God had done through them. AND HOW HE HAD OPENED THE DOOR OF FAITH TO THE GENTILES, AND THEY SPENT A LONG TIME THERE WITH THE DISCIPLES. JAMES 1 JAMES, A SERVANT OF GOD AND OF THE LORD JESUS CHRIST, TO THE TWELVE TRIBES OF THE DISPERSION, GREETINGS. CONSIDER IT PURE JOY, MY BROTHERS, WHEN YOU ENCOUNTER TRIALS OF MANY KINDS, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Allow perseverance to finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith, without doubting, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. The brother in humble circumstances should exult in his high position. But the one who is rich should exult in his low position, because he will pass away like a flower of the field. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. Its flower falls, and its beauty is lost. So, too, the rich man will fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when by his own evil desires he is lured away and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full-grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers." Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, with whom there is no change or shifting shadow. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we would be a kind of first fruits of His creation. My beloved brothers, understand this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For man's anger does not bring about the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and every expression of evil, and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save your souls. Be doers of the word, and not hearers only. Otherwise, you are deceiving yourselves. For anyone who hears the word but does not carry it out is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror, and after observing himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and continues to do so, not being a forgetful hearer, but an effective doer, he will be blessed in what he does. If anyone considers himself religious and yet does not bridle his tongue, he deceives his heart, and his religion is worthless. Pure and undefiled religion before our God and Father is this—to care for orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. James 2 My brothers, as you hold out your faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ— do not show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man in shabby clothes also comes in. If you lavish attention on the man in fine clothes and say, Here is a seat of honor, but say to the poor man, You must stand, or sit at my feet, have you not discriminated among yourselves, and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers. Has not God chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith, and to inherit the kingdom He promised those who love Him? But you have dishonored the poor. Is it not the rich who oppress you and drag you into court? Are they not the ones who blaspheme the noble name by which you have been called? If you really fulfill the royal law stated in Scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing well. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. Whoever keeps the whole law but stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. For he who said, Do not commit adultery, also said, Do not murder. If you do not commit adultery, but do commit murder, you have become a lawbreaker. Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom. For judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What good is it, my brothers, if someone claims to have faith, but has no deeds? Can such faith save him? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you tells him, Go in peace, stay warm and well fed, but does not provide for his physical needs, what good is that? So too, faith by itself, if it does not result in action, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, and I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that God is one. Good for you. Even the demons believe that, and shudder. O foolish man, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is worthless? Was not our father Abraham justified by what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar You see that his faith was working with his actions, and his faith was perfected by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. As you can see, a man is justified by his deeds, and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute justified by her actions when she welcomed the spies and sent them off on another route? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. James 3. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. We all stumble in many ways. If anyone is never at fault in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to control his whole body. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can guide the whole animal. Consider ships as well. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot is inclined. In the same way, The tongue is a small part of the body, but it boasts of great things. Consider how small a spark sets a great forest ablaze. The tongue also is a fire, a world of wickedness among the parts of the body. It pollutes the whole person, sets the course of his life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and creatures of the sea are being tamed, and have been tamed by man. But no man can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With the tongue we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, This should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers, can a fig tree grow olives, or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good conduct, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast in it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure, then peace-loving, gentle, accommodating, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap the fruit of righteousness. James 4. What causes conflicts and quarrels among you? Don't they come from the passions at war within you? You crave what you do not have. You kill and covet but are unable to obtain it. You quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask. And when you do ask, you do not receive, because you ask with wrong motives, that you may squander it on your pleasures. You adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? Therefore, whoever chooses to be a friend of the world Renders himself an enemy of God? Or do you think the Scripture says without reason that the Spirit he caused to dwell in us yearns with envy? But he gives us more grace. This is why it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and weep. Turn your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Brothers, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against his brother or judges him speaks against the law and judges it. And if you judge the law, you are not a practitioner of the law, but a judge of it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, Carry on business and make a profit. You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If the Lord is willing, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your proud intentions. All such boasting is evil. Anyone, then, who knows the right thing to do, yet fails to do it, is guilty of sin. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.